Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Entertainment Banter. My name is Joel. And I'm Matt. And this may be a part two. And we're going to talk more about the Marvel Cinematic Universe the last 10 years and what was great about it. Carrying on with new characters. Uh, let's talk about Black Panther. What's significant about Black Panther and Wakanda, especially? I, You know... Just like the Jews like to say, tradition, <laughs> tradition, tradition. He's the very much tradition. It's very much yeah. into tradition. If you look at it, um, technically, technically, beginning of Black Panther, his father was a Black Panther, right? And his father before him was a Black Panther, right? And it was all passed ahead, you know. And so, the culture and the tradition, meaning like they are isolated from the world by mm-hmm. choice. You know, but within that world that they live in, they have their own traditions and cultures to the point where it extends out. Uh, I don't know, because then they have like a quote unquote separate tribes, like further away, like in in the first Black Panther. Like there's, I can't remember. There, there are yeah, there's another. They tribe. had help from other chiefs or something. There was like an, that. there's there's a it's few different a tribes in Wakanda. Yes, but it's it's interesting because tradition. Just because you have tradition doesn't mean that you always honor it. So that's right. why I think it's so important for the the theme is tradition because sometimes traditions are broken and sometimes traditions are changed. And I what I appreciated about Black Panther is he saw um, both sides of the coin, you know, especially those that beautiful moment at the end of the movie uh, with the you know the the other side of that coin passing away. Killmonger. But also, but um, but also he um, did things that his father wouldn't have done. He opened up Wakanda to the world, and instead of holding on to tradition, he decided to share tradition. Does that make sense? You yes. Know what I mean? Bring that um, out. That was an interesting movie, too, because if you look at it closely, neither side was wrong. Right. That was the hard part. Like, you're supposed to hate Killmonger, but he wasn't wrong. Right. And Which, it was done very well. It was done very well. Um, what about Ant- anybody? Yeah, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. So for me, Ant-Man, um, my the theme that I think with Ant-Man is so, so unique and special is second chances. And there's so many examples of that with Ant-Man. I mean, he's a quote-unquote would-be criminal, and then he uh, he gets out and he's trying to make amends by having a relationship with his daughter, so he's got a second chance to be a good person again. He literally has a second chance by working with the Avengers. At first, he's introduced uh, during Civil War. Not a good time to be introduced, but he shows up again later after the blip. He was like, hey, he was introduced. Second chance techni- again. Technically, he, him and Sam had an outing in the, his own movie. Remember? That's true too. That's true too. Um, but then, like, uh, but second chances. There's been so many examples of that like, for example, he gets stuck in the quantum realm. I was right? going to say, look at his second chance. The rat saves his and he life. Gets out. Yeah. Right. Right. And he gets back out. You know, uh, he w- goes from criminal to security business, which is hilarious, right? Um, so he's all about second chances, turning your life around. If you give somebody, and like even the villains, even the villain, like I think it was uh, Ant Man and Wasp, that that the the female villain that goes invisible, she her she's literally dying, and um, they have a second. Ch- uh, they they try to she's they're trying to the villains are trying to help heal her. And through that movie, the, even the villain has a second chance of, of living or of survival. You also, if you want to look back to the history of the cinematic universe in the sense of like uh, 
um, the original one, Michael Douglas's character, like he gets a second chance because he lost his wife and they were able to find it. His daughter gets a second chance of having a relationship with his, with her mother. So that is the theme of second chances is like massive, you know, even in a lot of ways because of his character showing up, his character showing up in Avengers, the last movie, he's the one that presents the idea of having a second chance to stop the blip. So he's all about second chances, in my opinion. I don't disagree. Yeah. So then um, what about uh, Captain Marvel? I know we haven't talked about that yet. I'm doing Spider-Man. That's my guy. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yours. That's your baby. Do Spider-Man. Go ahead. Spider-Man, although your theme is accurate for our MCU now, I would not consider this uh, uh, an accurate theme for him throughout his comic book life. He's one of my favorite characters, but... In these MCU, as Tom Holland shows, he's the theme is innocence. He's very innocent. Right. He's an innocent child. He wants to do right. good. He wants to help out. And you see it so much in the first movie uh, uh, in the MCU. I mean, you do get to see Spider-Man for the first time in the Civil War, another bad time that right. I guess meet. But he was just doing things that Tony told him to do, and he was just very, you know, he was just in shock. Like, he's very innocent in that manner where he just did what he was told kind of thing, and he just trusted. He put so much trust into Tony Stark that Tony Stark would not mm-hmm. steer him wrong. So right. when he, he got all this stuff and had all his suits from Tony for the, his movie, and then he used it to try to, like, you know, stop the vulture and do all that. And then Tony didn't see all that, Tony. But I think Tony saw most of it. But, you know, all Peter wanted to do was do the right thing. Again, he was probably told, and they haven't told this yet, but Uncle Ben definitely told this Tom Holland, hopefully we're going to get this story eventually, sure. that with great power comes great responsibility. So that's what he does like he he always puts other people before him and that's why peter's always in disarray dismay and all that so it's he's very and he's just very an honest child about it all so it's just very, he's a very innocent right. he's very innocent well it's also it's also important too because obviously one of the <clears throat> moments that everyone was like oh no is uh you know when the blip happens and peter disappears mm-hmm. like who are the first people that are affected due to war or casualties of war it's the innocent right so it's mm-hmm. a metaphor for you know, uh, you're hurting the youth. You're hurting the innocence. You're hur- you're hurting the future. Right. I mean, Peter Parker, in my opinion, represents the future. Right. He's the the youngest Avenger. He's the one that is most innocent in that regard. Um, in the comics, he doesn't want to join the Avengers. Okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, before we move on to other people, I I didn't. I almost forgot him. So, um, Doctor Strange. I feel like Doctor Strange is faith. The theme of faith. Because um, you got this that's, guy that that's was, your thing, man. That's your thing. It's faith. I'm just well. I'm just saying because, like, if you think <laughs> about it, you know, he's a guy that was a doctor, very methodical, mm-hmm. very scientific. Right. Accident happens, yes. changes the way he evaluates his life, the way how, he has to. Maybe not by choice, went. even. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how the movie went. Right? <laughs> Basing off the MCU. Um, but you know, fast forwarding, he accepts and embraces that. Uh, new lifestyle very quickly you know and the more faith he puts into it the more it comes about and his character is interesting too because of the faith aspect of what he represents to the teams so for example you know he's trying to solve solve this problem and when iron man is even talking to him is you know like iron man is putting his full faith in into dr strange's uh uh um uh, not decisions, but uh, visions, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? 
So like he, you know, like that classic, you know, what, how many chances if I tell you, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be wrong. So, well, Oh, you stopped. (laughs) You were going to say something. Well, um, to talk about his faith and all this and how he started getting more and more involved into his mystic arts. I, I think I just try to relate it to myself. If I was, if I was Mr. Strange, Dr. Strange, if I was Stephen Strange and I hurt myself and I discovered a way, you know, a mystic way to cure my hands and all that, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you're going for a cure to fix your hands and then you figure out so much more. Mm-hmm. To me, like, if I, it, like an example, like if I found out that people can actually fly and do things with their bodies, I think I would give up everything and try to do that myself. Like if that's a real thing, like if we can really do that, don't you think like, that's why he, he got more. He, but he, he didn't got, embrace it at first. Right? No, he didn't because he, did he didn't believe it. it. He didn't believe that it was a real right. thing. And then when he finally saw what it could do, it changed his life. And, it, right. and that's, right. you know. To the point where he used it to help others. And he's know? and he's the best of them. Like she even says it like the original. Right, right. She, even she says does she, say that. He's yeah. meant to be the best of all of them. Right. And the fa- she had faith in him because when she Banner goes... Yeah. yeah, and she says he did this. As she's like, then I soon failed. as soon as she he said that she gave the stone over, right, right. So that's so faith. Um, can you do Captain Marvel? Because I feel like there's one more we're missing. But do Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I don't want to do Captain Marvel. She's <laughs> Just, she's probably the theme of prejudice because sure. like if you look at it the whole Absolutely. movie. Uh, it's almost like sexist in a way if you look at it, because like the whole movie, she she was they touch pushed. all of it. They do. They touch do. All they of do. It. And like the whole movie is about her being pushed down and uh, manipulated and used for her powers and all this shit. And then, and then there's a whole scene at the end where like she got knocked down and it was what from one of the guy that was training her the whole time, and that oppressed her powers this whole time as well. That she, uh, it just shows her from the past, like as a kid growing up. She always got back up. She always pushed forward. Shows that she can be just as tough and she can do all that. So I mean, I, yeah, yeah. But then um, also, but also in that movie, well, you also witnessed the uh, the racism against uh, the Cree and the uh, the mm-hmm. scrolls and uh, the the Cree. Even though we, we, we see the Kree in Guardians of the Galaxy as good, the Kree in this were very hateful towards the scrolls. And so in the beginning of the movie, you feel like you should hate the scrolls. But now if you've been following the MCU, you think the scrolls are very funny and fun to watch. So it's just, it, 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 there's a form, there's a lot, they touch on the prejudices, the racism, and they touch on um, the sexism. I mean, you would almost want to say that this is the movie first, the first movie testing the waters of their woke agenda. Um, mm. I just think Captain Marvel's a horrible character. <laughs> right, right. She's literally uh, came in. Came in she, if if that was the first movie, it would have probably been well more accepted than throwing it in. Yeah, it feels like it was thrown in at the last minute. It was really thrown in, and it was just annoying because she's OP'd, which is overpowered for you non-lingo people, and it's just right. And then she and then doesn't show that she has it. She doesn't know how to use it well enough, and it's just. But I mean, now thinking about it out loud, they wouldn't have been able to do it first because if they had done it first, everyone from every movie from this point on would have been like, well, why don't they just call Captain Marvel? Right. Like, oh, she has to deal with other things out in the universe. Like, we're supposed to believe that only Earth has superheroes. We're supposed to believe that when you have the Guardians out there discovering, like, 
I don't buy that. And it's hard to, and I don't buy that. She's going to planet the planet. I don't buy that. So, uh, it's just a hard, it's just, they probably shouldn't have done it. To me in the past, you don't like Superman. Right. She's, she's just a, you don't feel for her. What am I supposed to feel that she's going to be hurt? Like literally you saw Thanos headbutt her and she just stood there ground, which is a funny scene. And then he takes the power stone and actually punches her. And that's supposed to knock her down. Really? The power stone, that's all it takes. I, I don't, is that kryptonite to her? I don't, it's a horrible character. I, I just hope I just hope Pulsar when she actually takes over her and Rogue comes in and takes her powers, we're done with her. And then Brie Larson's not a great actor anyways either. So I'm gonna go on record there. Moving right. on. Um so we've talked about all the we've we've missed what I would consider the support teams. Like you you know, we talked about Bucky, we talked about Sam, we talk about Brody. Um they're all good support characters, right? Um I would consider Brody probably the stronger of them. Uh, I know Bucky. I don't. Know, it's hard because I like Brody's character because he would be the character. His theme would be trust. His theme would be trust because uh, at the end of the day, you know, um, he and Iron Man particularly have trust issues. They're friends at one point, but then when Robert gets, oh, sorry, not Robert. When Iron Man gets to the lowest point or starts to drop, you know, the trust is broken and shaken. Well, that's and why Brody I think he has, you know, that's why I think it's a and then partnership. It comes back. I think that's why yeah. it's a partnership. Like they are, they're good. But it's, they're the, great his partners. Thing is trust. Do I trust but, Tony or do I not trust Tony? He even said all of Iron Man too. If you watch it, he's like, this guy's on the, because the thing about Brody is maybe it's a partnership, but it's not because the minute Tony starts acting out, He's like, dude, I represent America and the U.S. Air Force and government. Like, but that's that's why I will it's a not partner. put up with your your uh, your. See, uh, he says I won't put up with your crap. That's he fine, takes the suit. but that's that's why I feel like it's a partnership between each other because they give and you take don't on steal each from other. your partner though. You but the thing is, if your partner, you, your partner is not your family. He's your part. He's not. It's not. We're not talking like gay partners or anything like that. We're talking like no, he's, a, but he's like your cowboy. Mean, but, he ride alongside me when I need him. Right, but if you and have like, like a, you're gonna like a, you're gonna have disagreements. You and I have disagreements and. Right, so right. But, he, you but see, I wouldn't go to your I house would, if we disagreed on what TV show to watch. I wouldn't take your TV away from you. Well, he was already at me. the house wearing the suit to shut him down because he saw that he was acting out. Like, I would hope that you, if I was acting out so much, like I was <laughs> using my TV to like, you know, I was over, I was abusing my, I don't know how you didn't abuse a TV. Maybe I was driving but my- But I would, right. I like, understand. Maybe, you know. But, but like what you're saying abusing. is I take your TV away. I, you're saying I take your TV away to help you. That's not what he does. Partnerships. That's not what he does. He, does he it, takes it away to help himself in the country. Because remember, the because country that still is comes after first. His weapons. It, the country still comes first to him, of course. Right, so that's why it's a, it's a trust But I feel like it, they, they come together as part. They need each other, though. Don't you see during Civil War when Vision mm-hmm. up and he, he knocked down um, he knocked down War Machine and then he, he you know, it, it was a part like that's his partner in crime. Well, it goes know? back that's to that whole thing. trust thing. Well, but Tony screwed around so much. And as a result, Brody was the result. He Brody trusted him and Tony wasn't there. But if there was and no, but that's a, tr- that's great. And that I, I see trust as a theme, but partnership to me is another theme just because if, if Iron Man if didn't you're exist, say partnership, I would say Sam and, and cap. That, that can work. That can also be a theme. I mean, a lot of these movies have that similar theme. They could, and right. that's probably why they they run almost similar together. But see, Sam Sam doesn't but, need anything or want anything from Cap. Whereas Brody, well, it's the same wanted thing the with suits. Winter Soldier and Cap too, as well. But you you can also right. look at uh, 
Um, Brody would not exist if Iron Man didn't, wasn't around. But Iron Man would still exist if Brody wasn't well, around. Well, look at it this way, though. Possibly. Brody always no, Brody was a voice of too. reason. Bro, he was a voice of reason to him a lot. So, right. And then uh, moving on, let's think uh, two seconds. Wanda and Vision, we totally almost forgot about them. Um, love. To, yeah, it's relationship love, right? That's yeah. the only... It's all about they, you know, the world's burning and they just want to be together. And it's like that forbidden love, right? She's a witch and he's a robot, you know, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, you know. She's from the West. He's from the East. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they just want that, that relationship. It's a, it's a, it, it was born in chaos and, and, and continued through chaos, you know, and unspeakable love that became speakable, you know, hidden love. They weren't really advertising it. They were hiding somewhere in Europe or something. Right. When, uh, was it, was it Ultron or was, which one was it where they were like infinity war? Thank you. Infinity war. There you You're go. welcome. So. Ultron. He wasn't born yet. Ah, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. At the, the point end of is, Ultron, he they was. represent like, you know, relationship love. Right. You know, like that's, that's what they're mostly known for. They're probably the most uh, stable relationship in the MCU, even though, and he's most logical and, you know, she had focused on feelings, you know, and if we witness during WandaVision, the television show, she's uh, all drawn up in her emotions. Right. And that's very emotional. The whole world was made up from her emotions. Everything's drawn by her emotions. Right. And because this has been going on for so long and we're almost done, I, I figure we might as well just honorable mention. Happy for multiple reasons, right? You know, director. <laughs> um, but happy, in my opinion, is like the mom character, you know, in a weird sort of way, right? He's always there supporting all the other characters and a lot of doing a lot of the, the groundwork, you know, all the behind the scenes work to make things happen, you know? I don't like, think he'd be drive, the. If we're considering. Well, he's driving the car to give Iron Man his suit out of a probably suitcase, the, the know, older brother. Spider Man helping. Sp- He's probably he's probably him. he's probably the older brother doing it all because if you think about it, your mom's not scared of your dad, and he's your dad, mom's not what your mom in general is not scared of your dad. Uh, not necessarily true. Some families. but <laughs> but Happy's scared of Nick Fury, and your big brother would be scared of your father. Well, I'm not looking at it as a form of Nick. Fury. I said Nick Fury as as a father figure for everybody. Nope. Right, Nick Fury I, and Happy get it on. They maybe, no, ha- maybe. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, but Happy, he's like the, like happy, if you had happy, to talk happy, to Nick Fury happy, or happy, happy, like look at it this way, Happy's character even says it in Spider-Man. You don't ghost Nick Fury. You don't talk back to your dad. Get over there and and call him. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he could be. So, he's he's definitely a family figure that you're supposed to look up to. Right. I mean, but he's but my point is like a mother. His character is always there. Iron Man's daughter is sad. He's gonna get her cheeseburgers. You know what I mean? Uh, Spider Man needs help, and he, you know, helps him build a new everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, Iron Man's in trouble once again, and he's got the the suitcase that turns into the suit. Aunt you know, May has uh, a hole she needs Potts, filled. Pepper Potts is struggling with something, <laughs> and Happy's there to help. You know, Aunt, Aunt May needs her a hole filled, and Happy's there. <laughs> that he's happy to be happy. Um, yeah. So I just, you know, I think he's obviously an honorable mention, you know, that capacity. You have, you can get real picky later, you know, with Hill and uh, Pepper Potts. Uh, yeah, Pepper Potts. Uh, uh, you know, but she's like, 
Uh, What's his name know. in Ant-Man who explains all the heists? He's needed. Right. I mean, they're, they're the little quirky sidekicks, right? So, anyways, do you have any... So, for me, let's just say one or two things about the last 10 years. Like, is there, like, one cinematic moment for you that really stood out? We're going to wrap this up with that. Like, one or two of your favorite cinematic moments in the MCU the last 10 years. It's hard. Um, there's been a, f- a few good ones, of course. Uh, the Thor entrance scenes in Ragnarok and in Infinity War, those are mm-hmm. always wild. Uh, right. Just especially when he joined in Infinity War and he just, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. There, There's probably quite a few. I mean, of course, Endgame, there's a lot of good moments in that. I'm a sucker for sad scenes. I don't know why. Me like, too. Uh, yeah. The touching moment when when Black Widow sacrificed herself, or even the moment when in Infinity War where Gamora was sacrificed for the same mm-hmm. stone. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, those were very good moments. Very emotional. Especially when uh, Star-Lord goes, I told you to go right. <laughs> right, right. Still, right. Some, some, still finding some way to make some humor out of it. Right. Uh I mean, there's so many quite good scenes and moments, of course. Uh, there are a lot of great ones. It's 10 sure. years worth. There's 22 movies or so. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a lot to take in. I mean, I mean, the only one I, I can't think of any good moments in was in Thor The Dark World. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's, I mean, there. I'll have to go back and watch it, but I think he has great moments with his mom. Yeah, example. there are. And, and Iron Man 3 was weak, too. Um, mm-hmm. But beyond that, uh, a lot of them had good moments. I mean, of course, in Guardians 2, when uh, this is my dad's favorite line in the movie is when, um, what's the blue guy's name again? Uh, Yondu. Yondu. He uh, mm-hmm. he sacrifices himself for yeah. for Star-Lord and they're in space and, you know, he sacrifices his thing and he's like, no, don't do this. Like, you know, and they're getting away from the planet, which is the, you know, who is Star-Lord's father. Right. And he goes, just because he's your father doesn't make him your daddy right yeah and that was a very a touching moment because it's like yep. yeah even though this person made you like gave birth to you right. doesn't mean he actually raised you as a father and what's great about that moment too is quill's character discovers that halfway through the movie right. so when it's said it's you know, even he, more touching yeah yeah and yep, it, it's just there. there's all these there's all these moments like that throughout the series like little small things like that and, and I, i'm glad that was said too because there's a lot of adopted families out there and sometimes they feel like maybe this isn't my real father but just remember man just because they're not your right. father doesn't make them doesn't make them you're not your dad right like just remember the people that are close to you and are around you choosing yeah. to be around you i think adopted parents right. are even more so your father than any vain parents because they they're choosing to be around you even in like a, in a gay couple too like they're choosing to have you they're choosing it's not an accident right. so right. Yeah, no, it's that's. I just recently watched that one actually with my son, and I got emotional a little bit just because of that. It's uh, it's true. I mean, it, that's a great one. Um, for me, when I was watching, you know, after ten years of this, you know, when we see Doctor Strange lift lift that finger up, like this is the one. Oh like, yeah, that was that a moment. gets that gets me chills. That gets me chills every time I see it. You know, and you know for multiple reasons, right? Because you know, whatever happens next is the right choice. So it's sad because uh, Tony Stark has no fear at that point. Whatever he's, he knows, whatever he does next, it's the right thing. 
And what's sad is that um, when he lifts that finger, Doctor Strange knows it's Tony's death sentence. I'm sure because he saw a million um, versions of that, and I'm sure there was one time where he told him what he had to do, and he couldn't do it. There was one time right. probably where he didn't raise his finger, and like he he probably tried to find a way that to keep Tony alive, but he couldn't. Right, right, right. So he knows this is the only, but he knows by doing this, right, he's sending Tony to his death. You know, so it's it's it, you know that to me that's one of the more. Uh, memorable moments and there's you know classic fun ones like across the board you know i just i mean thor ragnarok is still one of my favorites guardians i love the first guardians movie at the end where they all hold hands you know as a family and achieve the impossible you know we working together are Groot. you know that's vin diesel just fucking up his lines and they just went with it. <laughs> no, you've been saying it the whole time. Why did you change it? I just need, I don't know. I just, I, I wanted to spice moment. it up. I wanted to spice, I wanted to it, spice up. it up. <laughs> the rock texted Stop. me. He pissed me off. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so stupid. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't have a lot of faith in the next 10 years. I will say this. I want them to be good. I think, Disney made a mistake. They should have just gone big. They should have done X-Men right out the gate. They should have done some Fantastic Four, keep Thor going, and introduce all these other ones in between like they're going to try to do, but they're. I feel like they went, they decided to do all the, the C-list characters first, and so now I'm just, yeah. you, when you do that, I don't know if it's going to last. They're, you know? they're trying to push it, of course. They're very C-list. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think... The most excited one I'm ready for is Doctor Strange. It's into the madness, multiverse of madness, and I'm also very fun um, waiting for this new Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home. Those right. are only two I'm really looking forward to. The others are just, they're just, you know, who the fuck wants to see the Eternals? Who gives a shit? Like, yeah, and then Shang Chi, like he was a character made in the '90s and the hype of like karate and kung fu. Who the fuck cares? And then, yeah. like, I mean, they're probably gonna be fun movies, but. I want to see the characters I want to see. Like right now there's actually uh rumors about a Wolverine movie and I hope that actually comes to flourishion. Well, I mean, it's tough because right. Shang-Chi would work if you, you do like the whole Wolverine in Japan story arcs and stuff. Yeah. You know what I throw, mean? Like, like, I mean, who maybe he's being introduced in it. We don't know. And I doubt it, but it's just, it's just hard to get into the, some of these characters. Cause now it's like, we're starting from scratch again. And then we're like, but you already right. built this whole world. We should just, I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to give time. So then when they bring them all back in, you have more characters. I get what you're doing. But to me, I'm just excited about a couple of the movies right now. I will go see these other movies, but it's just like Black Widow. I, I gave two shits for it when it was announced a year, over a year ago uh, to be released. And then when it finally came out, I still gave two shits about it. But you know what? Overall, it was a fun movie. It was a Mar- it was definitely a Marvel movie, and definitely I made the joke at the end, going that could have been six episodes on Disney Plus, but <laughs> um, but I That's mean it, it's a non it's nonstop action Black Widow. Maybe we'll pot about it after you watch it, but sure, it, it's definitely nonstop action. You get a few seconds here and there of uh, uh, reprise of like the fuck, and then like it hits you again, and which is it's fun. It's fun in that way, which is great because I feel like a Black Widow movie you can't. Bummed. Uh, I'm going to blow this for you right now on spoiler alert. Um, it right, does not it. talk too much about her past, and that's what I'm bummed about. I wish it was going to go. Interesting. I wanted I more. that's what it was all about. I wanted more on her past, and you do get a good sense of her past, 
but it's not a movie taking place in the past. That's the problem. Like I thought it was going to no, be. No, but I thought it was a, a past comes back to haunt her. Kind yes, of thing. that's what it is. Okay. That's what right. it is, but it, I wanted more on her her upbringing, you know, her whole training and all that. I mean, you can you can put the pieces together, but I wanted to see it. Um, you do understand, you do find out about Budapest, you know, when she, when um, Hawkeye makes a joke about in Avengers, the first one, he goes, oh, when we're Budapest, and he goes, I don't want to talk about right. it. Now you know right. why she doesn't want to talk about it. So you, you clear That's up some cute. answers there, but, and it's no joking matter when he joked about it. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah. it definitely, uh, it was fun moving and it was some, but I mean, overall, like I said, it takes place during a certain movie between it. And I thought that was really neat. And there are very good aspects of it and it, and it does push it forward. And they do mix some of the TV shows or the new Disney plus shows part of into it. Like when you watch it, so you're like, Oh, I'm glad they're honoring all that, what they've done already and not right. going, well, fuck, we fucked up like with the Netflix series and agents. Of Shield right. Right. Now There's they're saying continuity. those are other universes now, probably. And now this is now part of the MCU, which is great. I, I'm glad they're doing that. Well, we'll have to talk more about other things like uh, Disney plus shows again, as well as daredevil, because there's rumors that they actually got, um, the same actor from the Netflix series right. to play Daredevil. Well, there's also uh, Patrick Stewart has been confirmed to play Xavier again as Xavier in um, in the MCU. No one knows in what um, things. Everyone thinks it's going to be a cameo of a multiverse. And it sounds like um, Hugh Jackman is going to be doing the same thing. They're going to be in MCU because mainly what they both said is they do not want to undo what they did. They, they like the fitting end that they both died. So... With that said, um, there's no reason why they can't appear as a cameo as a multiverse pop-in, which means right. the young Wolverine will still be a different actor, but we still get Logan for a brief period of time in the MCU, which is looking like it's going to happen. Right, which is something that you and I have been saying for a while. How could they not do? Um, yeah, they're going to do it, and Patrick Stewart wants to do it too. They all want to do it. It's just they don't want to ruin. They feel like Logan was a good end, and I feel like Logan probably was and in, in that universe sense. I wish they would have done the true story, but. Yeah, I feel, again, that was under Fox Watch, so there's a lot of missed opportunities as always. It's probably the best Wolverine movie they ever made. The old man Logan yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, Logan? Yeah. So actual Logan movie. The Logan movie, yeah, when it's based off old man Logan. I like I like you. I, I feel... Uh, they missed. I, even with that, though, I feel like they missed opportunity. They oh, absolutely. But now that it's part of the MCU, they could have nailed it hard. But I mean, I don't know how many people wanted to see the Hulk get killed from the inside out from Old Man Logan because that's how it ends. But uh, I don't know. Right. Maybe you. But do. I'm just saying, we, we would. You could have skipped that part though. There's so many other <laughs> aspects of Logan that you could have still seen. Oh you know? yeah, I mean, you could have seen the whole world how it was. I mean. The well, that's villains. like Wolverine. Uh, what was it? The Wolverine, whichever one where he actually fights the sam the Silver Samurai, is which I thought was or? cool. That was a good one too. I thought that was a good one. But it, it was there, but it wasn't there. You I know, know. What I mean? it got close, but it wasn't there. People so. were reaching to, to as well. Like remember that scene where he digs out the thing out of his chest, and right. that that's what you thought um, Yoriko was saying. I think that's her name, where she says like you're gonna die holding your heart in your hand. And right. everyone thought that's where he died. But then when you fast forward to old man Logan or Logan at the end of it, he's holding X-23's hand as he dies. And everyone's right. like, that's his heart. So, right. it may, you know, people are right. trying to connect dots that probably weren't meant to be connected. But, you know, sure. it works. But I'll take that dot. I mean, that, that, right. at least that makes somewhat sense. Right. So, Anyways, uh, this was great hour long special. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to Entertainment Banter. My name is Matt. 
And my name is Joel. And I'm done. <laughs>